Hey, Nityananda, and greetings to your friend. This is Ma Pushkalananda, and I'm here today with Ma. Brenda, Nityananda, everyone. Yes, Nityananda. So it's so nice to be back recording um, this podcast and just sharing our voice with others out there um, in the process of conscious manifestation. Um, again, Happy New Year to everyone. This is just our second recording. I'm feeling really excited and really great about sharing our experiences and uh, just building a powerful collective manifestation with all. And in fact, today's topic is very powerful and it's very much in tune with the new process of evolution that we're all experiencing in this new era of 2021. So with that being said, today we want to introduce all about life, love, and trust. What it all means to us, how it's all tied together, and what are the powerful cognitions that we can understand from this in order to manifest what we want to manifest as our highest and peak potential in life. So very excited with my Brenda. You know, um, uh, those of you who might not know my Brenda and myself, we study under an enlightened master, enlightened avatar, actually recognized worldwide by the name of Sri Nityananda Paramashivam, His Divine Holiness. And we had the great privilege and blessings to study under his guidance in a monastery. So we spend a lot of time together as Guru Bands, which is our spiritual sisters. We have a lot of beautiful experiences. Um, there's so much, actually so much, because it just, uh, just just apart from personal experiences that we can take on and share with the world, it's, it's the manifestation which actually happens when you live around an enlightened being. Um, the transformation that we go through sometimes is far beyond what we can explain in words. And that's where a lot of the trust component comes in in life. So um, yes, with that being said, we can get started here. And uh, Mabrenda, you want to first start speaking about life, love, and trust? Yes, Nitinandam, everyone. So yeah, we just uh, really wanted to get together and just um, share um, how we can have or gain more trust with life. Um, and that can mean so many things, you know, trust, trust with life can mean trust in God, whoever our highest source is, whoever you believe is to be your God or exactly. your higher power um, source. Um, and, you know, how we can, you know, have more trust in the in the unknown component of like, you know, it can be anything like um, the unknown of, um, you know, like the future or the unknown in, you know, relationship, just like really stepping into that zone where we're unfamiliar. And so many people like, you know, we all experience that at one point, like we, we have this something that's like holding us back from, um, you know, experiencing more or, um, yeah, like just, it can, it, you know, it can come from a lot of different patterns and I'm sure most of us are aware of that, but you know, how do we have a breakthrough from that? You know? So, yes. so yeah. And, um, and yeah, uh, for, for me, I would say, uh, for, to share my experience, you know, um, trust, trusting in the unknown and, you know, um, trusting in source for me, you know, it's my guru and, um, you know, because I am practicing Hindu, um, you know, that has really helped me, um, you know, it, in so many ways, you know, with emotions and anxiety and um, just taking impulsive action. So, so yeah, that's something that like, I just wanted to start off with. And um, I'm sure that we all have similar experiences. Wow, that's just so profound, Ma. Um, you know, I, I don't think I could have ever properly put that in words, and I still don't think that I can. But what I can say is that uh, that's a very important um, t 
topic that you're discussing there, because in fact, you know, we fear, we have so many of our fears and insecurities that's directly associated with the unknown dimensions, as you mentioned it. So a lot of the unknown is just somewhere, you know, um, it's just somewhere thrown in the back and, and we were afraid, we're afraid to open that box or we're afraid to open that door, you know, and um, because we're afraid to talk about it, uh, we, we just think that it's going to go away. But the truth of the matter is because we're not talking about it, we're not ready to face it. It stays as a um, incompletion inside of us. So trust and, uh, you know, the anxiety mm -hmm. and the fear, so much of that which happens, it can be completed with when we meet a guru. Why I say that is because in my own personal experiences as well, as you mentioned, Ma, is that an enlightened being or a guru is somebody who has multiple dimensions that is radiating, which means that there's no one particular order nor a particular logic that you can actually um, perceive the master with. It means that you you would never be able to guess what his next move is. You know what what are his next plan for you? What is his relationship with you? Though you can enjoy every single thing about him, but you will never know what he's going to do next, what he's going to say next, what are his plans are, how he's how you're going to relate with him next, how he's going to relate with you. And what that does, what that's done for me in the past, is build a lot of trust in life. Because being brought up, mom, you know, I always, um, of course, naturally. Actually, for as for so many of us um, coming from different backgrounds, religions, realities, and conditioning, so forth, all of us have this point in our life where there's a disconnect, right? There's a disconnect. Either it's a situation or circumstance that we're trying to get over, you know, that we haven't understood. We feel, you know, why did that happen to me? Or we feel like life is unfair. You know, I don't understand it. How do I overcome this? Or how do I achieve this? So when we have those incompletions, we're constantly trained under one particular setup or a structure. I mean, this could be, of course, in multiple structures, but the baseline of it all is through the logic. And when we can't figure something out through the logic, we fall into a deep insecurity with life. And we, over a period of time, we lose trust. And we can see that in kids, how when kids are brought up, you know, they're just completely in a different space altogether. I mean, they're blissful little beings, you know, and by the time they start going into ages, you know, when they start going into the teen years, when they start when going into young adults, they start building these cognitions. Yes. Yes, exactly. And, and what happens ultimately is coming back to losing trust with life. So a situation can happen where we can think that, you know, well, this didn't work out in my past, so it's not going to work out because I've already decided I'm not good enough. Well, why? what the master does is exactly a reverse process. He will ensure that you're not able to figure him out, but he does it with such unconditional love that you will never, you will always think, oh my God, you know, you think that I've done something wrong, so he's not speaking to me, you know, or you, you think that I'm not good enough, so he's not responding to me in a certain manner. All of our relationship will be built with trust with the guru, and every step for each one is going to be a unique relationship. So he will know exactly where you're existing, you know, what, where you need the completion to happen in your life for the trust to manifest with, with oneness, with life, with him, right? So he, he's an embodiment of that very, life energy but what i realize is that because he never judged me i don't have to judge myself you know i realize that i can make mistakes and it's okay and it's okay to say sorry i made a mistake and that was a huge for me being brought up because i always felt like i've done something wrong if i made a mistake i'm not supposed to make mistakes you know and and, and so many of these incompletions are not just from this lifetime but we carry this karmic cycle for so many genres, for so many past lives and so many experiences in one lifetime. 
So anyways, you know, um, my trust in life um, happened through the channel of a guru because I know that he's the embodiment of unconditional love. He loves me as I am. When I know that life loves me as I am, I have the opportunity to trust life. And when I trust life, life will simply listen to me. So there's a huge cognitive shift that happens. So the master or the guru can be used as a bridge to that experience of oneness with life so that we can start manifesting consciously. Until that process takes place, we might have to work a long time. <laughs> Mother, I'm sure you can, you can agree with that. <laughs> right, a very long time. Yes, and you know, like, I love how you said, you know, um, the whole master, the guru-disciple relationship, you know, that's, I really love how you touched on the guru-disciple relationship and how he is a bridge, the guru is the bridge. And that's so beautifully said, Ma. And you know, like, that's also, um, and you know, one really powerful cognition that really, it's like, you know, when you have your guru, it's like, because in Hinduism, we believe that we believe in the principle of Advaita, which is oneness. And we believe that everything is a manifestation of you, which is the source. So if everything's a manifestation of you, the guru, which is the higher power. And I mean, he's much more than a guru or the word higher power, you know, the supreme manifestation as per Hinduism, um, because guru is, is, you know, is, is who opens the disciples eyes to, to God. So, you know, in Hinduism, it is believed that the guru is actually much more um, like not worshipped, but much more revered. And um, yeah, they're also very much worshipped in Hinduism. But there's like a more of a deeper context. And once you dive into Hinduism, and you start, you know, practicing and um, imbibing the principles of, of Hinduism, then you will really get to understand it in a much more deeper level, much beyond the logic, um, you know, just, be, just much beyond the logic, like you used, you talked about Mapushkala. And, um, you know, like, you know, where does this logic come from? You know, when we're kids, you know, we kids are so conditioned by society, like, oh, you're a boy. So a boy should be like this. And you, you know, you go to school, you're like three, four years old, and you go to school. And you know, a kid's so innocent, that that innocence, and you pick up like, you know, like a flower or something that we call like, you know, feminine, and then they can get easily made fun of, or somebody, a teacher and the society can say, hey, this is not for boys, this is for girls. So like these kind of like, these, these, um, you know, these cognitions or this conditioning, we can carry it into our life. And that, that can also like, you know, um, prevent us, I guess, to, yeah, prevent us from, you know, stepping into the unknown. Yes. So, you know, that's so true what you're saying. And, and I can just say that um, so beautifully, you put it that, you know, when we have the guru that we can experience his dimensions a lot easier. Um, and, and, you know, and if you if you're in the process of looking for your guru, or you're just not sure, or you have some sort of a um, you know, I doubt, well, you know, I don't want to be a follower because sometimes it comes with the wrong. Um, when we talk about Hinduism, it's all about life positive and it's all about empowering oneself. So the next stage of a relationship of a guru disciple is nothing more than, like you said, my friend, the master turning you into the master within you, right? So it's the master's job to, to bring you to the level of trust in, in, and oneness with the life so that you, we can start feeling empowered uh, and start feeling that we, yes, we are that. What we seek, we are that. So it's the fastest and it's the easiest and it's the most effortless bridge to actually experiencing that type of unconditional love by life. And naturally, you know, it's like the parents, when you feel loved by your parents, you won't be afraid to ask, right? If I know that I'm so loved, I will just know I can just get it. You know, it's like, I want to manifest this. I can just get it. 
um, a lot of the times there's an unconscious process by default we're trained into as you're speaking about mom from a young age is that when we say I want to be a millionaire, for an example, or when we say I want to have my own company, you know, I want to be CEO of multiple companies, whatever desire it may be, by default, we will have a follow-up thought that says it's not possible, and we won't even take the first action towards it. And if we do end up taking an action towards it, and it doesn't work out for the first time, we're ready to give up. So that process is eliminated when we're with the master because we realize that, that there is a process of unconditionally being given. You know, and I've never experienced that in my life. I never ever knew that there was something, I mean, I've heard of unconditional love mm -hmm. as a terminology, but yeah. I never understood the experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which you know, most, and, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. It's the most important component. And um, what uh, also I just wanted to share along with those lines is that going back to, you know, if you're someone who feels, well, you know, I don't know if it's for me, you're not there yet. That's no problem. You know, one thing I can share with you is that be, you, if you're listening to this podcast, it's already because life wants you here, right? Meaning that you, for some reason, you're supposed to be hearing this out and it's, it's already life supporting you. It's, it's, it has, it's not to even say it has any particular meaning behind it, but it's just a way of life letting you know that's supporting you. So one thing that, and this is what I've understood, this is what I've come to realize through um, my guru, our guru, is that it's so beautiful when you think about this. So, so just a simple logic, even if you apply your logic into this, how powerful is it to, to think about it? Just close your eyes for a few moments and just think about the whole universe, right? So just meditate on the whole universe. Just think about zillions and zillions and zillions of different galaxies out there. Just think about everything that's in a chaotic order, right? Meaning that it's chaos out there. In fact, visualize how we're just floating somewhere in space on this planet called Earth, right? There's a great chaos that's out there, but there's also a beautiful order. There's a beautiful protection. There's a beautiful synchronicity that is in alignment for us to have this moment of experience, for us to have this moment of reality, for us to enjoy, right, to play with. So that itself is a huge manifestation. It can only mean that life is supporting us. If all that needs to happen in order for us to experience our day-to-day -day uh, life, you know, it's nothing more than trust. With that cognition, with that logically, we can really come to an understanding that trust in life is a must and it's the only dimension that can awaken love in us. You know, when we realize, oh my gosh, everything is so chaotic <laughs> and I'm still making it, you know, like, who am I? <laughs> trust in life is a must. That's actually a really, really nice um, quote. Well, it grounds us, <laughs> you know, it grounds us so much. Yeah, you know? I, I can say that because even in my process, before I met my, you know, before I met Swamiji, uh, whom we lovingly call as our guru, before I physically met him, you know, I listened to so many of his discourses and his teachings and it brought me so much of positivity and possibilities just by listening to it but one thing before even meeting him physically I realized that really brought me into a like a very um, sudden awakening in life was this world is a chaos you know but how beautiful is this chaos you know how beautiful is it everything is in alignment by my 
by I mean every single thing you know whether whether you're looking at a, a, a single atom right to the entire universe everything is moving in perfect alignment if one thing is misplaced is one thing is out of its order there will be a destruction caused but what is that force that's holding everything together and it goes back to so beautifully what you were saying my Brenda in the beginning of the conversation is trusting that trusting the process of the higher um, you know, higher source power, right? So it really or, or, yes, and being in the flow, you know, because everything is in alignment. So yeah, yes. mm-hmm. so beautiful. Absolutely. Mom. And you know, like we lose so much of the innocence once we start, you know, building our career, like once we start adulting, <clears throat> we lose some of that, we lose so much of the innocence and, you know, start calculating in our brains, like before it, it, it even happens, we start calculating, oh, like planning the future, like steps ahead, like, yeah, there, it's nice to have goals. It's great to have something where you're, where you're, what you're working towards, but you really have no idea, you know, what's going to happen. And when you're like constantly manifesting and subconsciously manifesting, like so many things can happen in between so so yeah just like really trusting the unknown and being in the flow and you know having small mini goals having small goals and working towards the goals but also like carrying the context of um you know carrying the context and like for me it was uh really trusting the source yeah trusting the source and keeping that as my my context really helped me go through those times where I need to make a decision and I'm like what do I do next you know and I can see myself you know saying no because of you know whatever that did not happen for me in the past and um, now you know you come to a level of awareness where you're like you know what I'm not I'm going to give this a chance and I'll just like trust in the, I'll just, you know, put the trust in the unknown and see what happens wow. and just hope for the best and put that intention out there. Wow. And most of the time it, it works out. I mean, it always works out, right? <laughs> <laughs> so beautifully said, Ma, that's so powerful, you know, um, and you're right, Ma, because when, when that love and trust is awakened, it is a fulfillment that happens, a fulfillment that gets awakened. And it doesn't let us actually think about the future security, because really, we're experiencing the trust in this moment, right? So, so like you said, my Brenda, you know, it's like when, when we trust in this moment, when you're when you're saying, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take this risk, I'm going to take this chance. We're not thinking about the denial in the next moment. We're not thinking about the failure in the next moment. We're really living our possibility in this moment, you know, and, and anything we, we feel, or anything we experience our success in, we will always experience it in the moment where we're able to express so much of our personal creativity, our personal uniqueness. It doesn't come from trying to grab somebody else, you know, or trying to be somebody we're not, which which then again puts us into the delusion of, of chasing after something, you know, or crying about something that, that we can, we're not able to reach after. Um, so it's so beautiful that, um, you know, when we have that trust and you're right, Ma, it's all about the right context. It is. And also like it takes with um, responsibility, you know, responsibility is a huge one and we can interpret responsibility, um, you know, on multi levels, like responsibility. Yeah. Like I'll take, I'll take account for it, you know, like this is my job. So it's my duty to be responsible for this task, but really like, you know, <clears throat> something that I really learned 
excuse me, um, you know, on this journey with my guru is the four tatwas, which is the four utmost principles that we, um, you know, of, of Hinduism that we, you know, that we imbibe and it's authenticity, integrity, um, responsibility, and enriching. And, um, you know, responsibility is a huge one because, you know, when it's, it's accountability, you know, it's you consciously, you know, being true to yourself and being like, you know what, like this, I feel like this, you know, I feel like this is, you know, what I need to do to, you know, do X, Y, Z. And this is how I feel authentic to myself. So, I mean, responsibility can, can mean so many things, but yeah, responsibility is also like, I feel is like a really big one for you to acknowledge and, you know, move past the cycle so that, you know, you have more trust in life. Well, and then we're setting ourselves on the right track, Maya. You're absolutely right. When we have the right context of our responsibility is that we don't have a separate existence other than existence, right? So we understand that the, the execution of the cosmos is none other than, you know, is none of, or my execution is none other than what the cosmos want to execute its plan in, right? So mm -hmm. this, is, this is such a sacred secret of our existence mm -hmm. that there is no separation. When we feel responsible, we just know that we're supported. You know, we're completely happy with the chaos. We don't, we don't necessarily think that we need to get in alignment with the chaos or we need to change things around or avoid anything, um, you know? And then again, you know, it's, it's exactly what you're saying, Ma, is that when we start avoiding, we, we go into the space where we're withdrawing and, and we, we fail to acknowledge the space of responsibility because at that point it feels like a burden, right? We feel right. like, well, I can't take that much responsibility. I don't have time for it, you know? But what, mm -hmm. but what we don't realize is that we can be happy. You know, we can be happy with that. Um, it's an expansion in other words, right? There's no separation at the point and it's just the expansion Definitely. that we're enjoying with the cosmos. Yes, Ma, and you know, responsibility is so expanding because you know that it's up to you. You know, I feel like it, responsibility is super empowering because like, okay, it's just acknowledging, you know what, I'm just going to take responsibility for it and I'm going to make it happen, you know, and, and you take the, you bring the power to yourself or, you know, so yeah, like feel like responsibility definitely is like a, you know, a big, um, you know, thing to internalize and to accept so that you can take the step in trusting the life. So, yeah. Um, Very true, mine. You know, I just wanted to say that um, Swamiji has mentioned before also, and this really stuck with me because you can really test this one out, guys. You know, so if you take a look, he says that there's only two kind of people in this world. <laughs> he says that everyone, he says, um, you know, that... Um, basically there's two categories of people, right? So one who was constantly stressed, right? Who was constantly going on complaining about life and others who understand that everything is auspicious, meaning everything that's happening is happening for the good, right? So it's always a choice, it's a choice. Though it feels like, you know, well, no, I'm, I'm binded by someone else's actions and someone else's control. But the truth of the matter is, it's only a matter of time we gain trust in life and gain our conscious decision, our conscious, um, trust in life because once that happens you know we are um where we want to be whether whether we understand that whether we're there right now or not but we can get that glimpse very easily you know if you take a look at your own life when you are happy doing what you want to do you never feel we never feel like we're doing any work right we just be like wow you know like oh my god i love this and hours and hours can go by you know it's it's like spending time with someone you truly love you know you're really enjoying their company or maybe a skill maybe art music whatever it may be you know when we're in that very moment 
um, we we are not operating as a bio machine, right? As a just a body and mind, or something more than that, isn't it? So we experience the the um, we experience the transcending of the mind, and we start ascending to the higher states of consciousness. And, and when that's happened, there is a type of a fulfillment, which brings us to the leadership consciousness, right? And that is responsibility. So responsibility isn't necessarily doing something for someone else, but taking responsibility for our own growth, you know, for our own expansion and saying, you know what, this is what makes me feel happy. This is what makes me feel good. So let me, let me own it, right? So own it doesn't mean grabbing, but it means let me take the responsibility to free myself and experience more and more what makes me happy because naturally it's an it naturally it's an expansion process when we understand this what makes me happy happy people will always take responsibility for other people's happiness right (laughs) and responsibility like having taking responsibility for your creation you know like hey you know what I created this I manifested this so now that I know now you know let me just take responsibility for it whether I I desired it or not it happened so let me just take you know, responsibility for what manifested. And, you know, I'll take this as, you know, um, it's empowering because you now you know that you can actually consciously manifest what you want. You know what I mean, Ma? So, yeah. yeah. So it always works out. In the end, it always works out. Trusting in the unknown, um, just taking the step towards, you know, having the intention that you want to break the karmic cycle. And, you know, we're such intelligent, human beings, we're so intelligent, you know, we, we can, we have the power of intuition, and we have the power of consciousness. And, you know, we have consciousness in a body. The power of influence, right? Yes, the power of influence. Yeah, definitely. So so Yes, and I uh, just wanted to share that it is so important for us to come back to that conscious manifestation, right? Again and again, it's all about alignment. Um, you know, in fact, it is it is believed and it is said that the entire process between the human experience, right? So us coming and um, taking this human birth as an experience and th- the point from here to enlightenment is nothing more than the forgetfulness. <laughs> right? So- <laughs> right, it is an- the cycle it is a vicious cycle of (laughs) so it's okay (laughs) Um, it's okay as long as we're ready to take the responsibility to say you know what i'm ready i'm ready to to want to experience my conscious manifestation and and you know um the beautiful thing is because life loves us and it supports us that trust in life will always manifest as the peak of our success many times we don't even know what that looks like and that's okay there's nothing to be afraid of you know we might feel like well I want to be somebody I want to be doing something I just don't know I don't know what to do where to go and that's okay you know I can say that and my friend I'm sure you can also agree with this oh, yeah. uh, in many of our conversation of course naturally so many of us, you know, who are who, who come across um, with the blessings of being with the guru we know what life is like before and after and I can say that you know um, before meeting my guru Swamiji uh, there was a point in my life where I would constantly um you know, constantly, constantly go through this experience. It was like, like a feeling of, of a hermit or something where I always just felt like, what is the purpose? <laughs> you know, like, what is the purpose of life? So, so what's going to happen? Okay. So then I'll do this and then what, you know, okay. So you, even if I became rich, then what, you know, it was just always happens, like, yes. Mm-hmm. And like, what <laughs> happens when you, what happens? Like, this is like, you know, before I remember distinctively, I was like, 
I was like 18 uh-huh. and I was, you know, driving in my car and I was, I was just like looking out the window and I was like, what happens to all our memory, all our experiences? What happens to the spirit? Because clearly I'm speaking from inside my body. You know, uh-huh. what happens to this consciousness? Now I know that it's, it's consciousness. What happens when we die? So, yes. Wow. Well, and you know what's so beautiful too, because all that drives us, right? So there's, there's, we're driven by greed, and to a certain extent, that's also okay, right? Because um, Ramana Maharshi, a great saint, he says so beautifully. He says, "So you get something you want, it looks like a big as a mountain, right? And once we get it, the same thing becomes the size of a mustard seed." And that's my experience, you know. And I'm sure that's your experience, my Brenda, too. Speaking, you know, speaking before and after meeting the guru, is mm-hmm. that. It is a greed that drives us, and that's also okay. And and you know, um, greed and envy actually are the root cause of all the mm-hmm. sorrows. But we don't understand that, and that's why when we start asking this question, so so if we're at that point of our life where we feel like, well, what is the point? And we feel a sorrow because we don't understand it. It just means that we're ready for the next level of conscious breakthrough to happen. So celebrate that because that's your conscious manifestation. (laughs) And you know, that is why, you know, having a guru is such a blessing because you have so many questions and spirituality can be quite overwhelming in the beginning because it's because like there's crystals and then there's reiki and there's you know the lemurians and then there is you know there's like all sorts of there's there's so many things out there um and what information is it information and and what if it's is it true does it really work so there's always that questioning and you know guru really just fulfills all of that for you at least at least our guru you know um yeah at least our guru (laughs) and it's such a fulfillment you know and it's a deep fulfillment that cannot even be described and convinced but truly everybody has to experience it yes yes and you know and uh just going back to with uh, just going back to supporting those viewers that might be again um maybe not there with those experiences yet um, or yet to be, or maybe in the process of it, in the process of trusting life, trusting existence, trusting Guru or Master, if you have one in your life, wherever you may be, in whichever stage of life you may be, we can always trust the Master within. We can always trust the life within. That's a place that we can always resort, resort to for answers. You know, it is, a, it is there as an intelligence. It is independent and it responds to our prayers. So meditation is a huge key also, you know, uh, just taking few minutes out of the time. I just, uh, you know, maybe, maybe that could be another topic meditation for next time. But I just want to say that we are living in one of the best era right now, because there isn't even so much of tapas or penance that's required from anybody, just the intention, the sankalpa for me to, for us to say, you know what, I want to explore my dimensions. I want to see what else is there for me. What's available? What is this thing called life? What is this cosmic energy? Who am I? You know, just the basic um, and just a basic curiosity that's within us. Sit with yourself for a couple of minutes in, in a day or a night, maybe right when you wake up in the morning or right before you go to bed might be a good time. Uh, in fact, anytime is a good time. And you know, just sit with yourself and just go in, just go in, just close your eyes, you know, and, and maybe put yourself in a room where you can't be bothered for a couple of minutes. Just look inside and talk to yourself, talk to your higher self, ask for answers. Because the power of that self-awareness is so much, is so high that no matter what, it will lead you to the right path, right? And we can say that because 
when we were experiencing these moments in our life, whether it came in a projection of a confusion or a frustration or wanting to know the answer to why this and what is the purpose, et cetera, it is that something inside of us that pulled us to the guru, right? To pull us to the nearest, nearest form, the embodiment form of that formless that comes down and as an avatar or as a guru. So that's that's our experience. But if you're not quite there yet, it's okay because you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So just trust that process and sit with yourself. Yes. And, you know, um, yes, trust the process and, you know, have the in- intention and, you know, the intention is so powerful and, you know, we have consciousness. So whether you have a guru or not, like you said, Mapushkala, so inclusive, you know, the universe is so inclusive and, the you know as long as we have the intention and that's that's really what we're what we're for me and it's true that that we're always on the path you know it's always in alignment always in the path so you know you it's just so much is so much beautiful things are like happening behind the scenes in the unknown and yeah it's just beautiful to just like open yourself up Yes. Well, and I just want to say that that's exactly what a guru is. Guru, it's nothing more that unknown, you know, that we're speaking of. Actually, what greater pleasure and what bigger blessing can it be when you can come directly in contact with the unknown dimensions of you in in, in known form, right? So you can literally relate with the guru. You can relate with the master. You can do, there's so much completion that happens on so many levels of our being, you know? So if you have the choice, if, if you can choose your guru, you know, or if you're drawn to a guru, definitely go to an authentic guru. You know, um, in our times, it, we are blessed, like my Brenda said, because we have the avatar. So the avatar is someone who can actually initiate large number of people at once without actually, you know, initiating one person at a time. Just, just being in the presence or just creating the sankalpa the cosmos will align you to the highest good that can happen for you. And in our time is meeting the avatar. And if that has not happened to you yet, it's, it's not to say that what is, what is supposed to happen hasn't happened to you, not at all. But if you trust the process, you trust life and just be open to receiving, we don't know what all is good waiting for us out there. Mm-hmm. Hang in there, dear friends, because that's what conscious <laughs> manifestation is all about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you really, you really don't know what else is, you know, out there. So there's so many opportunities out there. So taking one step um, forward, unclutching, I mean, letting go. Yes, unclutching. (laughs) Um, That's another topic, everyone. So (laughs) that's something to be excited about. And we'll let you, we'll tell you all about unclutching and how it's like the most powerful technique. Absolutely. um, That can really is the ultimate technique to all your problems. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. In the, in the human body, and um, and yeah, and he is, he is a living avatar. And if you do not know what an avatar is, um, what I suggest not to do is don't go <laughs> googling <laughs> because the media <laughs> is like the fake media is, you know, oh gosh. But um, yeah. So um, you, know, avatar, you have to experience it. Yes, mom. <laughs> definitely like you definitely want to have the experience for yourself and do not ruin it for yourself okay um yes for hinduism you know our guru is has been um you know he holds the pontiffhood of one of the most oldest and largest apex bodies in hinduism and if you don't know about hinduism there's different apex bodies of hinduism that come together that go way back to centuries 
like way beyond centuries, um, thousands of years, and the lineage has come to, you know, now. And, you know, our guru, um, he's the Supreme Pontiff of 293rd Supreme Pontiff, you know. So, um, so yeah, it's just, it's just so much, there's just so much to learn and so much um, to experience. And it's so uh, profound. It's so profound. You know, my brother, it's like, I, I honestly, you know, um, I have to say that there really aren't enough words to describe the contribution of an avatar for the planet Earth. You know, their very core purpose is to come down to elevate the human consciousness, consciousness collectively, and not not as just some speech, you know, not just in one particular channel or platform, but do it as a conscious breakthrough. So literally giving us the initiation process, meaning the very transmission of energy, so that effortlessly we may not have to waste lifetimes after lifetimes to get enlightened. We can very well experience and taste what that feels like. Um, and what the experiences of that looks like for us in this very lifetime, which we can, where, where we can enjoy a conflict-free life, where we can enjoy the peak possibilities, the, the ecstasy, the bliss, the energy, the creativity, the abundance, everything and beyond. You know, there are really no words to experience it, but it's a possibility that is made available for every single human being. In fact, it is believed for the Vedic, Vedic uh, tradition that if you've taken a human birth and you have a head, you have the possibility to get enlightened. So when the avatar happens, you just need a head. <laughs> and, you're, and you can get enlightened. So, you know, whatever we're searching for, we're really just searching to get enlightened. Whether we're looking for light, you know, enlightenment in wealth dimension or we're looking for enlightenment in consciousness or relationships, we're looking for enlightenment. We're looking for the next level of you know, that bliss, that joy, you know, that, um, that experience, right? So yeah, if you have a head, you have a body, you, you just need an avatar, take the initiation, and it's just a whole different, beautiful experience. And uh, again, going back to if you don't have a guru yet, the first thing that we'd like to share with you is start taking time out for yourself because you are too important. Each one of us, when we say you're too important, it's nothing more than us declaring. It's me declaring that I am too important because there's no separation, right? So when there is love and trust, it's a process, even for us, you know, for me, I, I'll speak for myself, it's a process, but that process is a lot more juicier when we can actually just trust life. So just trust life, sit with yourself, you know, if you feel more gravitated or levitated towards wanting to experience spirituality, maybe you're like, oh, let me try to get my feet wet and see what all this is about. You're in the right platform because Hinduism is the very backbone. Maybe that might not even be the the sufficient, um, you know, understanding. But what I'm trying to say is that Hinduism is the science of consciousness, everything you need to know about spirituality. And spirituality doesn't mean just sitting under a tree and meditating, you know, relationships are spirituality, wealth is spirituality, you know, everything. I mean, gosh. <laughs> And they don't teach you this in the, and in, in, where do you learn this? They don't te teach you this in mainstream media. You don't learn this in school. No, I mean, even business, right? Also, even the different Varna systems, right? So even, even the business, you know, the uh, learning, learning the art of war as a warrior, right? Uh, learning the Brahmana, the science of consciousness, every single thing that is there, which is, it's all inclusiveness. Hinduism is all about all inclusiveness. It does not leave anything out. There's no topic that has not been touched yet. And I truly mean it when I say no topic, there's absolutely no topic that has not been discussed in Hinduism. So 
if you're if you're looking to enhance your trust in life, if you're looking to find the platform, start digging in Hinduism, you will be led to exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so beautifully said. Yes, so so yes, um, as Mapushkala shared, you know, um, just trust in the unknown and it'll just fall right into place. It always falls right into place and taking a little time for yourself and um, having that intention, you know, that's, I mean, I'm sure that's how it manifested for most people because we do manifest what we want. And, you know, for a lot of us, we wanted, you know, to experience like breakthrough, enlightenment, um, you know, context, a mentor, a teacher, guru, whatever it is. So trust and it will happen. <laughs> so beautiful, man. Maybe next, maybe next uh, recording, we can touch a little bit about do we know what it is we want to manifest? Because yeah, sure. that's another powerful point. You know, you mentioned that we are manifesting, right? What, whether we're manifesting what we want or not is secondary, but many times we're manifesting even things that we don't want. Um, but why is it that we're manifesting it, right? So if, if we know that we don't want, um, you know, friction in our relationships, why is it constantly happening? If we know that we don't want bad health, why is it, you know, lingering? So why is it that we're manifesting what we don't want to manifest? So first and foremost, it's important to understand what is the meaning of conscious manifestation? You know, what? why do we want to manifest consciously opposed to manifesting by default? So maybe next time we can go more and touch that topic and talk about how one can... Um, understand one can actually diagnose one's habits and tune oneself to higher conscious manifestation process and one hint responsibility <laughs> yes <laughs> well that comes well that process comes with responsibility but it's not the res- you know and i'm glad we talked about responsibility because that word scares so many of us many times right <laughs> so it's not the type of a responsibility in fact it's the type of a responsibility that makes you feel like you are the favorite inheritor of the cosmos you know it allows you to experience all the best things in life so you just want to expand more and more into it Mm-hmm. amazing thank you everyone thank you. and uh we'll talk in the next session looking forward to it thanks so much my brenda and thank you to everyone out there thank you thank you